Good morning and welcome back to Rookies and Rockstars. It's Wednesday, favorite day of the week, obviously, for us. And lots has happened, as you know, um, but we're moving onwards and upwards. Um, just something that I think is important to mention, though, is that a very special idea and um, kind of request that the Mere family have made is we were all kind of wandering around flowers and, you know, hampers, sending them to the family, sending food, all that kind of thing. And what they've actually asked is that if anyone does want to contribute or do anything for the family is just to to channel that donation straight to JAM. So JAM International are the organization that actually funded and schooled Simba um, from when he was little, when they came over, when he was two, right up until varsity. So they've said if anyone is still interested in wanting to send anything, flowers, hampers, donations, it would mean the world to them. If you just sent that, no matter what the value, straight to jam, and we kind of continue growing that that's that's going on. So, if you do want to get involved, um, I'll I'll tweet kind of how you can, and we'll also possibly put it up on the Facebook page just so that you can check it out. So that's that story. We won't stay there too long because it's never great. So. It's Valentine's Day on Saturday, and obviously I think that there's so many wonderful things that come with Valentine's Day. I've seen a terrible party called Love Sucks. Jeez, that is full on. That is terrible, I think. But anyway, whatever, whatever sells. Um, I suppose the singletons out there must, must be drawn to it. Anyway, um, I've got a very, very unique and special guest with us. Um, I'm sure most of you ladies um, would have seen the brand and possibly even taken your men into the shop. But the bedroom has been a concept. We'll find out exactly how long it's been going in, on in South Africa. But we have the owner of the Parkhurst shop with us, Marina. Welcome. Thanks so much. So nice to have you. I think um, I think this period for you is, is a... It's always a vicious circle because it's manic and you need stock and you need all those things, but it's also a wonderful time for business. It is. It's lovely. Yeah. So I think for anyone who, I guess, South African consumers, you, I mean, you first explain the difference to us because I think South African consumers are fairly conservative um, in terms of their purchasing behavior in this kind of environment and, and so when they're driving past a bedroom or they see the ads for the bedroom, I think there's almost this, they feel scum to like go inside. Do you find that or do you find that it's changing, you know, changed since the beginning? Like let's, let's talk about that journey from the, from the beginning days until now. Um, actually to be honest, um, the perception might be that South Africans are conservative. What's been wonderful in, um, being involved in this business over the past four years is that I've been pleasantly surprised. They're actually not as conservative as we may, you know, think. 
Um, obviously, there are always the differences. That's a generalization. But yes, there has been a shift too. And I'd honestly say that I think the bedroom has been a part of that because we are such a comfortable environment for people to explore their sensuality and sexuality. Yeah, and I think also it's the way that it's... I mean, I've been into the Parker's store, and I actually think I've I've been into the one in Umschlinger as well. Um, and it's the way it's designed, you know. That's I, everything. Exactly. Yeah, everything. I, I, I said to you off air. I said that, you know, I think people are like, oh, it's gonna is it gonna be like an adult shop, and it's it's complete chalk and cheese. I mean, the way you guys have designed the brand and how you've developed it. Where did it actually? Because I know there's now new ownership. Where did it actually start, and how did they come? You know, how did they develop a more upmarket boutique style adult store? Okay, well, a brief history would be that about eight years ago, a female called Hilda Todd, together with Chantal Edward Betsy, started in Umschlange, and it was Hilda's brainchild, brainwave. Um, she actually saw that there was a need in this country for something like, let's say, an Anne Summers in London. And mm. I think we're even possibly, you know, we've sort of superseded that. We're possibly even more than they are in, in the sense that every fine detail has been attended to and looked at in that if a woman specifically, we, uh, we geared towards women, making women feel comfortable mm. to walk into a store of that nature. If a woman walks into the shop she there's a there's an immediate sensual sort of in, engulf you know of smells um comfort carpeted floors um a bit of the sort of um boudoir but but beautiful tasteful and chic and uh there aren't any adult sex stores around like that besides that we insist that our um our staff are trained fully fully trained in product product knowledge and actually personality profiling as well understanding how to behave differently with different customers which i think has been our absolute success um last year the uh, brand was bought by uh, Bonnie Brunton and Tamron Brunton who are based at our head office in um Umschlange and there's also the Umschlange store and then there's the other franchise in Hillcrest and that's us. Um, uh, the Jobik store has been going for about four years, and I've loved it from day one. And and actually, from a personal pers- you know perspective, I don't think I ever walked into an adult sex shop at all. I d- I d- I've sort of seen them from a sideline and peeped in and thought, <laughs> oh no, oh no, sort of clinical but dirty at the same time. So the sleaze factor comes through. Nobody's helping you. They're sort of hanging over the counters while you're looking at these boxes and you don't know if the substances are toxic or, or okay. <laughs> and uh, that's what's great about us. We demonstrate the toys. We allow people to go as far as they choose to. We take them on a journey to explore further if they choose to further, mm. meaning going right into the playthings room and giving them absolute detail from a little clitoral stimulator right to an anal plug. Or, yeah, or I actually, and, and, and I think what you've said that really stood out for me in terms of the personality profiling, which every organization should do. I don't think enough companies do it from a, the bedroom right up until the massive corporates. I don't think it's done enough. And one thing that was quite nice, um, I wouldn't classify myself as conservative, but I would, I wouldn't cl- say I'm bloody molly malone you know <laughs> so um for me actually when we get more of your type than the molly malone <laughs> to be honest. curious i'm sure yes, absolutely um, but when i went into the parker store what was really really nice is the girl who was with because we were there for a hen's night first and then i've been in there since but when we were there for the hen's night she was so she she was trying to kind of 
suss all of us out there and she's go. like okay yeah. cool this is a crowd that are they're obviously here so they're keen to kind of explore and she just spoke to us on our level you know if anyone asked any more i mean i think the the bloody anal plug was all of us our little eyes were like <laughs> widened to that but then she's like cool yeah this is what it does and the way that she's you know it's like going to a beautician and when you're having that awkward wax and she stays calm and then mm, you're calm. Absolutely. And it's exactly like your staff. And I think you've mm. done so well with that because mm. the minute you walk in, they're like, okay, immediately from the questions you ask and your, you know, your engagement, mm. they're able to say, cool, from a level, like basically in their mind, level from one to 10, this, we're, we're probably going to be able to get her to here. Mm-hmm. And if not, let's mm-hmm. just talk on her level. So yeah, I think that that's, Flippin' awesome. I think that's absolutely everything. Everything, you know, that is our success. Um, we also can be very poker face, in fact, because this is a technical item that we're showing to people. But we can also tune into a female, male, anybody who really opens up to us. And I think we've created a safe space for somebody to, may I say it on air? You say something say you like, to the yeah. effect of, I don't orgasm with my husband. What do I do? That's yeah. the questions that they no, ask. Or I've never orgasmed in my life. Tell me what to do. Yeah, so we are educational, uh, edu-retail, as well as helpful and sensitive and all of that too. And you see, that's that's the whole – because of the way the brand has been designed, I think that's what you how you're going to continue to win and grow because you don't look at the brand and it's – you know, even how you've got the lady with the beautiful mask on – you don't walk into that shop feeling gross. No, there's no you, sleaze. No, you walk mm. in, as you say, it smells beautiful. Um, and, and just the whole environment, you don't feel like you're doing anything wrong, which you're not. Mm. Um, but you know, you don't feel that. But in terms of Valentine's Day specifically and around the business model, do you, being a franchisee, do you have to ask what your promotions would be at head office or are you given free reign? How does that work? Uh, I think we've evolved over four years. So no, we don't need to ask, but obviously there is a synchronicity. There's a synergy in some promotional thing that we may be doing. We mm. are going to be participating in the girls night out at New Metro now as well. And that's from oh, what's that? both, both sides. Uh, well, basically a girls night out is a premiere of the 50 shades of gray movie. You know, they have them once a month, but this specific time, it's the 50 shades of gray movie. We Which are sponsoring and we're sponsoring prizes, ah, gifts, lots of discount wow. vouchers. And so we hope to expand our market and, and really let the ladies know where we are. The ladies and gents and couples and all. So, so, so over Valentine's Day now, do you find that there's more male clientele that come in alone? Um, wanting uh, to buy yes. vouchers or products? Yes, I'd say so. I think there are more of the males alone. Um, but across the board, you know, it's it's evolved, as I keep saying, over four years. Now we're so well known that we have our regulars that come in and this is their destination shop to buy anything from for a bachelorette party right to their Valentine's gift to a birthday to whatever, which is also lovely. We really can fulfill those needs across the board. And e-commerce, are people able to purchase online vouchers or do they have to come to the store? Uh, they're able to purchase products online. Okay. Yes. And vouchers? Uh, vouchers, yes, as well. Because I can tell you now... That. My husband, uh, as much as it loves me, you would not catch him walking into that store to buy me a voucher. He would far rather go online, buy me a differ. voucher. I've, Do you think I've so? Had people walk in, dragging their partners by their hand, and they sort of hover at the front of the <laughs> store. And then, as I said, they go through that slow journey, and it's a sort of a trepidation of a step, you know, a little bit by bit by bit, baby steps. And then at some point, they sort of. 
ah, this is not half as bad as I thought it might be. And yes, a little bit shy with us ladies talking to them, but they, they, they warm up or we walk away and they can explore on their own. You know, that, men like technical goodies, hey, remote controls and all the rest of it. So if we sort of hone in on those remote control vibrating toys, <laughs> that's, that's so where funny. they sit. That's know? so funny. Yeah, because I think that's also um, part of the like consumer journey once you enter the store is that exact thing. I think that the staff, again, coming back to how well trained they are. They, I've got the most amazing staff. They really amazing are. Staff. And they, they completely really either let you roam. Yeah, mm. they let you roam. Or they, you know, when you choose to engage, they completely make you feel totally comfortable in that space. And with, I know that I did mention in the beginning that perhaps the South African consumer is possibly conservative, which you're saying they're not, which is wonderful because it means that barrier. Not as conservative as we imagine them to be. Not at all. That's amazing. Mm. So in terms of that location in Parkhurst, um, it's quite an interesting affluent area. Mm -hmm. Do you feel... That um, there's room to be in another location in Joburg in time. Do you think there's room to grow? Uh, as with any brand, any product, yes, I think there would be room to grow. Absolutely, we've got a 35 kilometer radius around us that cannot sort of be touched, if that's okay. the way to put it, which is wonderful. But um, we've had people from Soweto considering opening a store. Uh, the black ladies are amazing customers. In fact, we love them to bits because they are the most open. They are the ones that come into the store. They are the ones that come into the store. And some of them are big, buxom, huge buttocks. But, you know, they put on an outfit and they walk out of their change room. And that's what we want to get, you know, for, oh, wow. for women to to love their bodies, feel their sensuality and stop being so damn critical. You know? Absolutely. So there's so that market. Uh, North Africans as well. There have been a few in the store, obviously, because it's not available there. Mm. And I think it's not allowed. So that would be a bit of a difficult one. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it not allowed from a marketing? Uh, from the sexual, the Muslim community. Communities oh, and yeah, right. okay. yeah, the sexual aspect of it. Oh wow! So yeah. so you find that there's actually a difference. Zimbabweans, big customers. No way. Cash buyers, gorgeous, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Cash buyers. <laughs> so do you find that there's actually even so the consumer segmentation goes further? It actually even goes into race. So not only yes. is it disposable income or There's income There's a definite difference in the behavior of each of our, the cultures in this country. Really? And of course, we've got the foreigners as well, the Europeans, um, you know, from Europe. Yeah. And Afrikaans? Um, and, and we've definitely identified a difference in all of their behaviors. The Afrikaners are quite private in their bedrooms, but they are possibly the most exploratory of all. No. Yeah. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. So in terms of, so you've now got three stores. And so I think it's also about keeping marriages intact. Uh, a lot of the oh. people that buy our toys are actually happily married. And I think Wonderful. That's, that's a huge point Wonderful. that I'd like to make. It's, it's sort of, you know, creating that adventure in the bedroom, not getting stuck. Um, those, that's our biggest target market. And it's somewhere age? between 30, I was just going to yeah. say, 30 to 70. 70. Yeah, we've had Go an 80 year old granny come in who was <laughs> widowed and, you know, she was feeling a little bit needy. How, how oh, would one put wow. it? Yeah, she was a little bit tired of sort of feeling that clitoral area <laughs> titillating her but doing nothing oh, about wow. it. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah, she came and got a little bullet vibrator. And, and how do you find trends are affecting the store? So now with the premiere of Fifty Shades of Grey, mm -hmm. um, I know you were saying it's crazy mm. because hugely. suddenly yeah, it's huge. stuck, it's sales. Oh, hugely. Do you th are things like that like wonderfully helpful for you? And how do they get involved with you, with 
your brand? Do they, is it because you stock their product, they kind of, you create that partnership with them? Or how does that work? I think it's a natural partnership, yes. Obviously, the outlets that they'd look for to distribute, distribute their goods would be stores like ourselves. So. And is that a US based company, Fifty Shades of Grey? Fifty Shades of Grey accessories, yes. I think they're US based, endorsed by E.L. James, the author of the book. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, they've developed. They started with a range and they've developed further with the release of the movie coming up now as well. And they've good quality, top end, good, you know, functional toys and uh, very relevant to, to detail in the book, to, to episodes that may have Evolved in the in the story. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, the the girls' night out that they is, is that a a, a stir chemical? It's a new metro. I mean, thing. sorry, you know, that's just one of the companies. I mean, okay. I've been approached through the course of this week by numerous people who want to sort of you know ride that wave of the Fifty Shades of Grey trend, which is now going to. To grow again because with the trilogy of books it was huge and then after, yeah. like, as with any trend it died for a period of time and now it's coming up you know coming up again with the release of the movie yeah it'll so, be interesting to watch the film hey versus the oh, trilogy oh very much so gosh and I even think negative commentary might be good you know all round someone's going to see it if they read the book they will and if they didn't they'll get their husbands to go anyway and and yeah it's going to be big yeah big. and and in terms of um how you've had to position the brand. Do you think that they struggled a little bit in the beginning? Because what's it, how old is it now? Eight years? Eight years. Eight years um, old. Yes. Uh, did they struggle in the beginning? I think they, they took all the right steps. You know, they really did what they intended to. And no, I, I think it grew quite, quite quickly. You know, with a lot of marketing. Um, in fact, uh, we did win the Businesswoman of the Year Award in KwaZulu-Natal and quite a few other awards. Wow. We belong to SASHA, which is the South African Sexual Health Association. Oh, that's good. So, um, yeah, I think Hilda and Chantal made themselves very visible initially and uh, really talked and networked. And that, that was probably the success of the brand. And then obviously getting people in. From there, you've got your word of mouth. And I, I think there are very few women, men, that have walked into our store who have not referred referred us. You know, I walked into that shop in Umschlange, and I smelt it, and I sensed it, and and loved it, and thought, this is a business like no other. And I've been right. <laughs> and so you, you've been, the Parkhurst store's been yours for four years? Right from the start, yeah. Okay, and how's, as the, the transition in, in ownership as a franchisee, is that been fairly smooth? Has that been challenging? No, it's never smooth. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's always challenging. But yeah, I've also learned and grown through it. I have been a businesswoman most of my life, most of my working life. So, you know, adapt or die. <laughs> Absolutely. So oh. I think what, I, what I'd like to do when we come back, I just want to play a little love jingle. We oh, must, lovely, we must lovely. for Valentine's Day. Yes. But what I, what I want to chat around when we come back is, um, the different kinds of packages that are at the bedroom, because I think what's important, as you said, is education, but also letting women know what's available. You right. know, all the different areas that you offer, the parties, the hens nights. Mm. And I think it would be cool to unpack all those things and just to let people know what they can enjoy when they're there. So we'll chat about that now, now. Cliffcentral.com. Gift of love from Jesus Unreal, uncensored, unradio. 
cliffcentral.com. So this juicy little conversation around Valentine's Day in the bedroom continues. A brand that is eight years old now in South Africa and growing into really um, an aspirational and beautiful brand, a brand that despite how um, we assume the South Africans are conservative, they're really not. And we're chatting to the owner of the Parkhurst store, Marina, and it's been interesting just to hear some of the insights that are coming out of consumer behavior and the different clients that are in her store. And so, Marina, I just want to care. We, we, we kind of touched briefly on Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually haven't read the books. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, not because I don't want to. I just never got around to it. I would have actually loved to because there's so many different mixed reviews um, around the books. But a common thread is that it actually is a, not a bad story, that the story was actually quite, you know. Very easy read. Yeah. Three books that you can swallow in, you know, like a little <gasps> week away kind of thing. And yes, um, a lot of people said it was badly written. I think it was so easy to read. So what's the problem? We're all so busy. So this was just a little bit of something different and uh, definitely spiced up people's sex life. So what's wrong with that? You know, absolutely. Super, uh, you know, three books. Yeah. yeah, I think. And also tying into because, you know, often I chat to you around where you are with your business and. We've got Marina in, in, in studio with us and something that you need to constantly be aware of are trends and how you can latch onto trends that you might not have latched onto to grow an area of your business. And what, what Marina's done so well is obviously it's a perfect link to have connected 50 shades of gray with your store. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you're also mentioning that it's actually transforming, um, the sexual behavior as well as the buying behavior. Of yes, the African market. Oh, yes, it is. Let's talk about that. Oh, well, in a nutshell, um, there is a couple that may never have considered looking at submission and dominance um, in their bedrooms and, you know, using whips, crops, paddles, <laughs> um, you know, exploring further, bed restraint kits, cuffs, all the rest of it, are now slowly opening up to the possibility that, you know what, maybe it could be a bit of fun. If there's, you know, consensual agreement between the two of them, then it is. Then it is. And, and so they're coming in with that little sort of shy, have you got whips? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you've got whips and paddles and floggers and crops. How far do you want to go? What's a flogger? You know? What's a flogger? Um, uh, just a, a bit of a longer one. They just sort of stand oh, from wow. further away. Should I be embarrassed and, that I asked And that? it's got a few... A few strands. Do you know how much I've learned since I've been in this <laughs> A flogger. Yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, uh, so I mean, I guess it feeds also, it feeds back into the fact that you're saying they're not as conservative as we think, um, the South African consumer, which is actually exciting in a way. It is exciting. Because it's I think, fabulous. Yeah. It's and fabulous. I, and, and I've said it before, I think that it's about keeping relationships and marriages intact. Why, why look further afield? There's so much more that you mm. can do to just, you know, Bring back that life in your in your sexual behavior with each other. Definitely. Um, which we do lose. We do lose, of course, after a few years. I've been married 30 years, I'm proud to say. So wow. I think that's also, that's also a good thing within our store environment. We've got all the different um, characters yeah. and, and, you know, the different experiences with our staff in that I'm married, children, 30 years, a granny already. Oh, and, gosh. You know, I'm the owner of a shop like this. Then I have my single lady who's a single mom. And then I have the younger one who's also single. And in Durban, we have one who has four children. So it's all of that, all the aspects of all kinds of women. And, 
yeah. And do you how how do they um, from a franchisor point of view um, for any brand, not specifically the bedroom brand, do you guys discuss kind of the regional differences? Because obviously in Durban there might be a, a product that for some reason is focused at the Indian community that they really love and buy more of. And in mm. Joburg, as you say... Yeah, there are um, subtleties. I'd say there are subtleties. Okay. There are differences in that um, possibly Joburgers might spend more, but then in the same token, they holiday in Umschlange. So, you know, they, it's just a sort of a circle. They go and do you up think and down. They, do you think they would pop into the bedroom on holiday? Oh, very much so. That's where a lot of the business came from initially. And obviously, since the Parkhurst store has opened, they're so happy to have a Joburg-based branch. So it's not just when we go on holiday. But I, oh, I think wow. we all behave that way when we're on holiday. You feel that you can spend more. You've got more time to shop. You're with your partner. And so why not explore something like that? So it works well. Yeah, and, and something that I just want to ask you, because I this is quite close to my heart. And for me, as a long-term goal, um, to, to use this platform is, is self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that we, conservative, a conservative mind frame kind of comes from your upbringing and then you can evolve out of it or you can choose to still maintain it. But so true. I think that self-esteem is a major problem in this country. And I would, it would, it would fascinate me to watch or, or to be a, a fly in the minds that come in there, especially for the hen's nights, mm-hmm. because People that would never go into that store are almost forced to be to be in your store, and I would love to know what they're actually thinking about when they're there because they probably have never seen half the stuff they. <laughs> I mean, I told you I was seeing stuff, and I'm. I mean, I lived and I loved Ann Summers. I bought all my lingerie there. I loved that store from the experience when you walk into the gift bags. It was beautiful. beautiful, but for someone, I mean, there were grannies and aunties and ours. Um, doing the pole dancing we've thing. We've seen it all. Yeah. And we've seen them evolve a little bit, as I've said, you know, walking all conservative and very offish and sort of sitting in the corner and, you know, looking very disgruntled. And then later they're the ones that might drink the most, maybe to sort of get over that <laughs> lack of self-esteem. And, uh, then they're flying sort of, you know, trying on all the lingerie and, <laughs> You know, getting excited about the new toys that they've discovered. And and how have you found or where have you gone for help in terms of your marketing? I realize that being a franchisee, you get a certain amount mm-hmm. of, um, you know, before or after the, the the acquisition. That's not really the point. You get direction sometimes from head office. But how have you found, because I don't know if you, was your background marketing? Like how have you found that over four years? Because well, that's yes. the challenge. My background is marketing, advertising. In fact, a lot of what I did in the past has all benefited me in this business now. But unfortunately, I'm a bit of an oldie and a technophobe, so I'm not great on the social media aspect nowadays. But my staff obviously have helped us through, helped me through that. Um, that's the biggest. And other than that, you know, we try the odd media, magazine, that sort of thing, but it, it is very expensive, editorials. And oh, very often, more so than not, um, people approach us rather than the other way around. So, you, you know, we do fit for certain angles that that people are looking for. And um, networking, networking, women's groups, that kind of yeah. thing. I've done that mostly. So must say I haven't had much time over the last year or so. And they're good, but it all takes time. You know, somewhere where you might have been two years ago, 
you'll get someone coming in two or three years later. In fact, we had a slot on carte blanche with Hilda and Chantal when they were still involved, and we still get people coming in from that little clip. Which yeah. was about the Weave Up for, uh, Weave Up. Sorry, it was called Weave Up initially. Now it's gone up to Weave Up for Plus. And, uh, you know, they walk in sort of demonstrating with their hands the little U shape of the toy and saying, weren't you on carte blanche? We want that. <laughs> you know, so it is, it's that bit of original franchise or franchise or advertising, networking, social media. That's, that's really what it is. Really? Yeah. Social media? Because how would that work? It's not like, um, so you've got to be open and and yeah, so educate my, people and you know be comfortable with the product and stock that we have because and, I'm all for a healthy marriage and mm. I would encourage people to be exploring within that space but I'm not so sure that if you asked me if I went into purchase something and you said oh Jade you know just like check in on Facebook or let people know that you you were here I'm not so sure that I would. So are you saying Facebook as in they share your promotions online or how? No, we share whatever we have to offer, which might be beautiful new lingerie or you know, something different. And and that's the whole point. We are so unique and we are so different okay. that women also are feeling that, they, again, the larger sized women and the very small ones can find something in our shop to make them feel sexy. If they go into the general run-of-the-mill Woolies, Edgars, whatever, they ain't going to find it. No. So it's that. So we promote that. We'll promote anything that is different. And, of course, the playthings, the toys are different. But we, we put it across in a very practical, technical, do you want it or don't you kind of way? And that's it. Yeah. So we're chatting. Sorry. I'm oh, sorry. I'm interrupting you. But no. blog posts too. We write blog posts and that's uh, obviously all part of marketing. Awesome. No. Mm. We're, so we're, we're chatting. We're chatting the bedroom with the Parker's store owner, Marina. But also to tie into Valentine's Day, I, I had to just step into the world of chocolate and a brand that I've been keeping my eye on, which is the Honest Chocolate, which is the most beautifully packaged artisan chocolate. We just want to touch base with Michael, um, one of the co-owners, Michael de Klerk in Cape Town. Michael, hi, how are you? Hey, very good. Yourself? Fine, thanks. Thanks for joining us today. No problem. So, Michael, we chatted, we chatted briefly yesterday. I think that, um, obviously we're having a conversation here that's a little bit different to chocolate, but yeah, all, ki- okay. <laughs> all kind of, all kind of tying into Valentine's. Chocolate goes with everything. Uh, well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, we were obviously chatting around Valentine's Day and the different things that it affects trend wise for brands. Yeah. And, um, just very quickly before we get onto that though, the, the honest brand, I see, I, I was on the site and I saw you and Anthony in the kitchen and how you've made this homemade beautiful chocolate. What was the, what was, what sparked that off? Um, it was, I suppose for both of us, it was kind of, um, doing something ourselves, getting out of an office environment, uh, creating something we really wanted. Um, that uh, kind of we had our own feel about. Um, and you come from love food? for chocolate. We don't. None of us come from a cooking background at all, or a wow. chocolate background, or a catering background, or anything. Um, so it was a lot of uh, self-taught stuff. We we learnt everything off YouTube. We learnt from reading about it. We learnt from making mistakes. 
yeah, it's quite a process. Still and, is, I guess. And and one of, along the way. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things I love about what you guys have just done, and I think this is the dream of many, is to have your brand and then to open your own little concept store. And I was actually in Wales Street the other day in Cape Town and walked past um, your new. Have you called it the Honest Chocolate Bar? What's it called? We called it the Honest Chocolate Cafe. Oh, Chocolate Cafe. Um, sorry. So yeah, I mean we we. Uh, are initially chocolate makers. So we actually make slabs of chocolate. Um, and the, the chocolate cafe we opened two months ago. Uh, it's at 64A Whale Street. Um, and that's more to – we started working a bit more with cakes, tarts, all sorts. So the oh, chocolate have you? So there's extension. We, yeah, we bring to the cafe and we make – we've got a chef who comes in in the morning and he makes – Chocolate cake, chocolate tarts. We do a thing called banana bread bunny chow. It's no. got ice cream, chocolates, all sorts. <gasps> uh, wow. So, yeah, it's just a bit more fun, and we do coffee. It's pretty much a cafe, yeah. but it's exclusively chocolate stuff at the moment. And do you find so – um, have you found that quite a fierce competitive advantage has been the fact that it is – because as far as I know, it's sugar-free, right? Yeah, a lot of our stuff we use um, agave. Well, our chocolate that we make, we use agave as a sweetener. Uh, technically, it's still a sugar. It just doesn't spike your sugar levels as much as um, cane sugar does. Okay. So we've actually, for the cafe, we've branched out a bit, and we're doing a bit for everyone. So we do have the full-on kind of uh, dark chocolate stout cake with using eggs, milk, sugar, all sorts. But we also have stuff, a lot of stuff to cater for, vegans, gluten-free, etc. Um, so and, it is something for everyone, I guess. And, and one thing that, um, I mean, although I'm chatting to Marina from the bedroom and you're from a, a beautiful chocolate brand, one thing mm-hmm. that you've both done is you've positioned yourself into quite a high, high-end income bracket kind of area because your packaging yes. is beautiful. The Bush Baby is my favorite. Um, right. but, yes. but you've, you've really, you've really maintained a beautiful branding level of making sure that people look at the look at the little slab. The shape's different. The branding's unique. They're all different to each other. Was that you and Anthony just sitting down saying we need to do this to make sure that we are differentiating ourselves from the Lins and whoever else? Yeah, thanks. Um, it's. I mean, we do use a very good cocoa bean, um, so it is a premium cocoa bean anyway. Um, Illustrations came about uh, just it's, it's, we've always gone with our gut feel and what we want to do. We've never looked into going to go like, okay, this is going to sell and we want to be here. Um, and it's just something we we know a lot of illustrators around Cape Town. We're good friends who are illustrators, so it's kind of something that's how it started. And we've just got we've kind of worked with different illustrators to each do a different wrapper, and it's worked out quite well. Oh, it's beautiful. It gives it a kind of nice gifting feel about it as well. And, it's um, not just that it's a it kind of we use premium ingredients, but it's it makes it very gifty as well. I know, it's so like it. it's stunning. And also, like, so the reason why I'd come across the brand is because where are you retailing it? Because I find that a little bit of a struggle in Joburg. I know you're a Cape Town based brand, but I find yeah. it a little bit of a challenge to actually. I know there's one health shop I think in Bryanston who stocks it, but can yes. we can you buy chocolate online? Are there other stores in yeah, Joburg? I mean, um, Faithful to Nature is a very good place to buy it online. Faithful um, to uh, Nature. Faithful to Nature. Okay. They sell to they, – they distribute um, nationwide, so they can send it to you. Okay. Um, but there's Fresh Earth Food Store as well in Amarantia. 
they've been taking for quite a while. Yes, yes. Um, a big thing is, I mean, we still, even though we've been around five years, it's been a very much an organic growth thing where we've we've kind of done everything ourselves. So distribution-wise, we still, to get something like chocolate um, in a very hot environment like South Africa, to get it, to move it around to different parts of South Africa is proving quite tough. So Joburg, we'd love to be opening a chocolate cafe there, actually. That would help. Oh, it would be amazing. Yeah, but we do, We it's, it's a lot of Cape Town brands, um, retailers that we stock. And Joburg, we definitely, this year is going to be a big push to, to get into Joburg and to, to get our chocolate around more. Awesome. So for any of the guys and girls kind of wanting to invest and in getting their loved ones some chocolate, they can go on to Faithful to Nature and they can get some of that. Um, in Cape Town, you can actually go to your store, which is in, what did you say, 64A Whale Street. 64A Whale Street, to have you come visit us here. Yeah, have a coffee, I'm going to come a, back. A I'm going to come back. Yeah. And um, yeah. so I just, I mean, from from us, it's just, it's it's a brand that's being noticed. We want to say well done. It's so Thank awesome you. to see South Africans achieving what they what they are, especially with um, the whole artisan trend and the healthier ingredient trend and using higher quality products and not being afraid to kind of charge just a little bit extra for it. Yeah, the big thing as well for us is the is the beans being the cocoa beans being ethically sourced. That's one of the main things. Which we we trying to source more cocoa beans as well from different places. Well, it does help but the bean they are right next door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do do you so work? Do they do they ever give you beans or is it? Oh no, different bean. Sorry, that's a bit dwarf. Cocoa. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. Sorry. No. Jeez. That's a. We, I'm going to have to edit that out. That's a bad moment. <laughs> Okay, awesome, Michael. We've got to go, but we really appreciate your time. Um, keep going, both you and Anthony, and I hope we wish the brand all the best. And um, we'll definitely pop in again when we are in the Cape Town area. Brilliant. Awesome. Thanks so, Thanks so much, much nice Michael. Take care. Bye. Okay. So, Marina, there really is it's it's a it's an endless well this Valentine's kind of period, um, and I think for you. For I, I kind of wanted to just touch on the bedroom experiences. So for me, for anyone who doesn't know what can happen there, what are beyond shopping? I mean, you go into the store, you can purchase whatever you like. The girls will help you, lingerie, toys, goods, books, whatever there is. But then what are the other kind of packages or experiences that you've not, that you're now offering as well? Uh, in the bedroom park, specifically behind us, we also have a waxing boutique, which is waxing all over. So you'll bear naked cherries. And, uh, that's, that's a nice synergy as well, because obviously you, you know, you get yourself all cleaned up and, and you feel quite sensual after that. And in you pop to the bedroom and buy something to accommodate that or sort of work <laughs> with so your awesome. new clean shaven look. Um, other than that, we also host workshops, um, and we're really trying to develop on those. That is a little bit of a difficulty sometimes in getting the numbers in, um, because you might have uh, three or four ladies that are interested, but we need a total of about six, let's say. And one of my staff members, Chelsea May, is an accredited drama facilitator and uh, actress, and she would be hosting these workshops and has really put some a beautiful little package together for women to have fun and again to sort of just yeah go beyond that sort of stuck in 
what I've always been stuck in sexual behavior. Kind. And so if you, if you had to have a group of six, what would you each pay? Uh, well, we've calculated a group of six. Each of them is about one eight one eight five zero for a course of three sessions and then a final session at the end. Um, which is like a playback theater kind of thing. So, you know, that, that bit of fun is always important instead of just sitting with a sex therapist and, you know, woe is me. And so is it every, would you go in every Saturday morning almost? No, we've got, uh, I think the detail, it would be best to actually email us to find further detail on that. Um, because there are specific dates and we are looking at evenings during the week and then the final one would either be an evening or a Saturday afternoon. So obviously after trading hours, where that's how we're trying to slot it in. We, yeah. we cannot really have that happen at the same time. Um, unfortunately. Yeah, and I suppose yeah. the hen's night, which is something else that you offer, mm. that kind of is quite dominant on a Saturday. It's dominant on a Saturday and, um, We've sort of also developed that over the years in that it's a beautiful space, the the shop itself, to have a group of ladies, be it a a, a group of book club ladies um, or any group. Any group, group of couples, whatever, and then the bachelorette parties. It's a sort of stopover before they go on to maybe a bar after that or, mm. or a dinner or whatever. Um, the experience in the store is just to just spice things up and to have fun and to obviously open their eyes to to what we have available and what's out there. So that would be about two or three hours. And uh, then we have a pole or lap dancing instructress. So they yes, do a little bit of pole, pole and lap dancing and such nuts. fun. Yes. Or belly dancing. So, you know, obviously that's also fun and just lightens up the mood. Okay, so um, if anyone wants to get involved with the girls' nights out, so this Saturday that you're doing it at the premiere, no, oh. no, we're not doing it. It's New Metro that's basically doing this, and it's on a okay. Thursday evening. The the premiere is re- the movie is being released now tomorrow, tomorrow night, twelfth of Feb. Oh, wow. J- just coinciding with Valentine's. So that's yeah. So we've got Valentine's. We've got Fifty Shades of Grey. We are Wowsies. going to be uh, humming. <laughs> I'm sure. So, yeah. so basically, um, if anyone wanted to investigate any of those packages, how do they find out about, do they go onto Best the Best would be to mail us directly, which okay. is parkhurst at thebedroom.co.za okay. or to call us, call us telephonically. I don't know if I should give the number. Yes, you're more than welcome Zero double one four four seven seven six seven eight. And then that is, a, that number is also available on your site. Yes. Okay, perfect. So it's, and it's yes. the bedroom.co.za. Yes. And then your address, obviously I know where it is, but that store is on first, is it first avenue? Uh, uh 67 6th street. 6th oh, street sixth in Parkhurst. Yeah, 6th street corner, 2nd avenue. So it's just two streets up from the whole restaurant precinct yes, on 4th fourth fourth avenue. avenue. I was very lucky. I think we were extremely lucky to find that position because we wanted somewhere discreet, slightly off the road. We're a corner, so we're visible, but discreetly so. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's been it's been great. So I mean, like I, I mean, it's it's such an advantage almost and privilege the platform that we have here because we get to see entrepreneurs like yourself, who are taking brands like the bedroom and just growing them. And we just want to say to keep going because I know, <laughs> I know whether 
you know, the acquisition period or whatever, they, there's different hurdles that business mm. owners face. Mm. And um, the South African market is booming, though. Um, I was on the phone to Jenna Clifford yesterday. She's coming in next week, which is very exciting. That's the jewelry designer. Yes. yes. And she was just saying the entrepreneur, like the entrepreneurial pool in this country just needs such support at the moment because mm. it's hard. It is hard. And it's actually but, not um, easy. You know, ultimately, I don't think you can go that wrong with food, sex, and beauty. You know, and chocolate. <laughs> no. Chocolate. No. Chocolate's big in our stores too. And I actually it was quite interesting hearing the, the gent you Michael, had previously, yes. Michael. Um, their brand is called Honest and we're called The Bedroom. You know, it's not Prima Donna or it's not, um, no. uh, what, what, if I'm trying to think of some sexy name, Diva Delight or Pure <laughs> Pleasure Titillation Shop or, you know, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Uh, and so I think I'm trying to sort of put something across by saying that there's the message. It's, it's not just a sex shop. It's no, not just chocolate, no, you no, know, no. but it's pure, delightful, really good, healthy chocolate. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's also, you know, tying into what I think the South African consumers are craving is the experience. Mm-hmm. And that's what you've mm-hmm. achieved so that, well. That, that's From the word. minute they knock mm-hmm. on that door mm-hmm. and you're welcomed in to the, when you're cruising around mm-hmm. upstairs into the back room, whether you're trying lingerie on, mm-hmm. whether you're there doing the pole dancing class and it's fun, your experiences are beautiful. And I think that's what will stand you in good stead. And you just need to strengthen those, harness those, and communicate that on all the platforms of that you course, have. Of course. And I think we've put the fun back into shopping. Fun, you know, it is fun to walk Absolutely. into our store. Don't you want a fun experience sometimes instead of lugging around a shopping center trying to find that perfect little outfit? Definitely. Okay. So you can also find uh, the Bedroom Parkhurst's Facebook page. There's one for the Durban stores as well, but the Bedroom Parkhurst is the post I shared yesterday on my page. You can also communicate via at cliffcentral.com and also on our at Rookies Rockstars handle. And we will, I think, have to end it there, Marina. It's um, it's always fascinating it's talking awesome. around these things. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm excited to know that the South Africans are less conservative than what I had assumed. Um, and I hope that the brand continues to flourish. Um, I will thank share you. the love and share the information to everyone oh, that I you. know. Um, and I mean, if you see Marina, she's, you would never think that she's a granny. This woman's like <laughs> got this perfect smile, perfect skin. It's amazing. So it's thank obviously, you, it's you. obviously keeping you young. It happens to all of us <laughs> when we work in the bedroom. Always. <laughs> so thank you for your time. Thank you. Um, and yeah, keep going, push through the dark days and, um, all the best with Fifty Shades of Grey premiere tomorrow. Oh, thank you we, ever we, so much. We'll be watching you guys, keeping yeah. an eye, and yeah. um, I'll pop into the store soon. Yeah, we're just requesting that everyone is very patient with the stock that we might not have. It's coming. <laughs> awesome. No okay. problem at all. Super. Thanks so Thanks, much, Jade. Marina. Awesome. Thank we you. will be back next week, Wednesday. Um, very exciting that we'll be having Jenna Clifford on the show and talking around South African entrepreneurship and how we can help you with any solutions you need for your business. So we'll chat to you next week. Bye.